This season on Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. When you get to a point in your career where you're reaching the top of your field, you have to pray you don't make more enemies than friends. That's when we decided that we were either going to be the prey or the predators. Indicator when we talk about this for a little bit. Yeah, because sure. Because I'm excited about it. Um, it's well known that I'm a prolific home brewer. Prolific. Yeah. Um, my my home brew is known uh, far and wide. I've had many people tell me that I brew the best beer that they've ever tasted. I've never sold it. Why? Exactly. It's art. Yeah. You sell um, art. You shouldn't. No, and and that's not why I would brew it anyway. You know, I would I brew it to so that I can enjoy it with my friends, um, give it as gifts. Does Bruce uh, Jenner dominate the decathlon for money? He does it for the love of the ten sports. Is that a bad go. analogy? Now I'm sorry. Go on. Um, so this time uh, I brewed specifically to donate this beer. Uh, one of You're my a giver. One of my good friends, he's uh, throwing this uh, adoption fundraiser to uh, for help. For foster kids. For foster kids, yeah, yeah, to help people who uh, could use a little support in this process. What better way to support foster kids than to brew some beer? I can't think of one. No. Yeah. So, yeah, I brewed a, uh, a rye IPA okay. uh, for this. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. It's the first time I've brewed this style. Is it really? Yeah. I've never brewed beer. Well. Is it fun? Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's like, uh, it's like cooking, you know? Okay. I bake. There you go. That's I'm a prolific baker. Beer is liquid bread. In fact, you know what I'm doing? I'm not baking this Sunday. I am providing a savory treat. <sighs> I'm making... Can I just say? Yeah. I love your savory treats. Is those good? Yeah. Some secret ingredients. Basically, what it is is our church group. We meet like-minded folks, mostly young families. The median amount of children is three children and over. So it's, we're I don't want to say prolific, but there's a lot of families that are very <laughs> fertile. Uh, they've been blessed with that. But we always assign some type of food for someone. So we're all we have some food while we discuss the word. I'm making a savory treat this time. Every time I make the sweet baked treat, it's always, I usually always make bananas, fosters, or banana fosters, baked French toast. That's a big, that's a big hit. Yeah, it, it goes over really well. The problem I had the second to last time I did it is, I, and you can see the mark, I bought a new knife and I sliced my finger open. I mean, it went straight kind of down to the bone. Should we talk about this or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, you sent me it's, pictures. Yeah, I sent everyone pictures the pastor. Yeah. I sent it to some people that are queasy. You know what's funny? I actually sent him a, um, now I'll talk about that later, I guess. It, it was an epic selfie, but it wasn't from this. No. So well, I'm cutting, exactly yeah, I'm cutting bread. The very sharp knife slips, slices part of my finger off. Now I hate hospitals. You know this. Yeah. What do we do when we were attacked by the mountain lion? We sewed up our wounds by ourselves. Yeah. We're not going to a hospital. No. We're going to pay a deductible for that. Yeah. Or a copay. Yeah. Right. You know how to sew. I know how to sew. Exactly. We're men. But when I saw the blood, I, I just said to myself, oh, I got I to gotta go to the hospital. 
drive to the hospital. They asked to give me lidocaine. Here's another thing I hate. Don't give me pain meds. I like my wits to be about me. Okay? So I actually said, I don't want any lidocaine on the wound. Just flush it out. Here's what they didn't tell me. When you flush out a wound, it's with saline solution. Here's another thing they didn't tell me. Saline solution is just salt water. So that was painful. Anyways, I convinced them not to give me stitches. And then, uh, I don't know where this is going. Oh, oh we're talking a... about my baked French toast. Yeah. So now I have a scar on my finger. And it looks kind of kind of good. So you pour something. What is this? Is this a stout? This is a, uh, uh, a Drake's uh, Black Robusto. Can I have some? Absolutely. Let me get you some. Oh, you're yeah, the best. Yeah. No, no. That's enough. Take that. You're the best. Um, you know, the, you always make two very large pans. Always. And they are licked clean. Of the French toast? Yeah. Yeah. This time it's going to be savory. What I do is I buy ten dozen eggs, and I usually put some type of sausage in it, and some fresh green onions. The key is to use leek soup mix. Really? Nor leek soup mix is what you put in, what I put in my savory egg dish. I'm going to go buy out People love it. my nearest store yeah. of leek soup mix. Go to Safeway, because I have advertisements on all the shopping carts there. Find out. How to get in contact with me. Well, welcome, welcome. to Dylan and Dutch Mel Detecting. Season 2, episode... Episode 3. three. Moving right along. It's been a month since... Our, has it been a month? We're trying to do this in real time, but it's kind of hard because we're so busy and yeah. things are while. going on. Uh, so, uh, go ahead. Some Dutch, updates? catch Some us updates? up. Let's update yeah. our viewers, our listeners. They're not you know, viewers. You walked in tonight. Yeah. With a gift. A gift. Oh yeah. Of. Yeah. Brand new Dylan and Dutch metal detecting branded T-shirt. We commissioned a graphic artist. Mm-hmm. She donated her time. I said, "This is what we want." She did it immediately. She sent me a Facebook message. Her husband said he was upset that we didn't ask for edits. If someone works for free, I'm not going to tell them, you got to fix this. The first one was beautiful. I downloaded it, put it on a t-shirt. It's a great shirt. It's a wonderful... There's a reason why she's a graphic artist. Yeah. Or a graphic designer. I don't know what they call themselves. I shouldn't say they. Yeah. She's I, an artist. I apologize. Yeah, it's okay. T-shirts? We've said worse. Oh. oh, yeah. Off mic? Forget about it. Dutch, catch us up. I apologize. <clears throat> um, Digression. Hey, so next week, uh, we're planning... Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. We are planning on uh, another adventure. We have some time off from some of the, some of the case that we've been doing. Sure. And uh, we're going to be exploring for the very first time... Oh, my gosh. ...the bottomless pit. Getting nervous about it. We've talked about this bottomless pit before. Is it bottomless? Tell us, Dylan. No. Is it deep? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, as near as we can tell, 200... 220? 220. Um, and what we're basing this on, we didn't have any measurement devices with us at the time, no. but we're really smart. 
You're a science teacher. I'm a science teacher. I think I'm a lawyer. For crying out loud. We know what we're doing. So... What do most men do when they try and figure something out? What do they throw? Throw a rock. They throw a rock. That's what we did. Of course it's what we did. So we threw a rock down this pit, and uh, we timed it. We absolutely did. And what we was know. the time? Like 3.2 seconds? Close to that. And that was at a uh, that was partially down, too. Right. That was a side entrance we found. <clears throat> so to calculate depth, is it like 9.8 feet squared per second? 9.8 meters per second 9 .8 squared. 9.8 meters. Yeah, 9.8 meters per second squared. 32 feet per second squared um, is uh, acceleration by gravity. So we calculated it out. times three. Wouldn't that be 90 feet? Ah, but squared. That's where it yeah. comes. Yeah, 32, uh, 90, 180? No, 90. 32 times 3, that'd be 90. <coughs> 9 squared would be 180. Hmm. So it's roughly about 180 feet. Well, let's Is my hope, mouth right? Let's hope we have enough rope. Lawyers suck at math. Either way. We're yeah. going to find out for sure how we're deep this find out. is. Because the rock did bounce off the side of the... Yes. Of the shaft, too. So. Yeah. Um, we're going to find out what's down there. Yes, we are. Indeed, we are. Yeah. I bought some mountain climbing equipment because I'm actually a little nervous. This is sobering, Dutch. You and I have been talking about this, and we like to embellish and laugh and have a good time. <clears throat> mm -hmm. This is actually kind of dangerous. Do you have any thoughts on that? You know, it, it is weird. I mean, we've <laughs> we've battled mountain lions, yeah. bears. Sure. We spent a year and a half underground All the time. and we fought a balrog. Yeah. This is keeping me up at night. Yeah. Worry, worrying you can't, about Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. No, worry. Yeah, I mean I I I keep seeing Images flashing through my mind of horrible things that might happen. Two things you can't fight, okay? Two things you can never fight. Time mm -hmm. and gravity. You just can't fight them. Eventually, they both win. Hopefully, <clears throat> gravity doesn't win this time. But it's eventually going to win. Yeah. It's going to pull you down. It's going to pull me down. Hopefully, we have the right gear to slowly... Belay ourselves down into this pit. You said something that blew my mind about what to prepare for. Because this mm. is a very large air shaft mm -hmm. that was connected to a mine that was abandoned roughly 80 years ago. So, my, my advice was prepare to find nothing. Absolutely nothing. Be ready to get down to the bottom and have it be just... That's it? Nothing. That's what the work was for? Just yeah. a bunch of rock. Um, yeah, I mean, got to be ready for that. Sure. Got to be ready for that. We've gone into caves before where there was, there was promise, there was hope. Yeah. And then it, one of the worst things is unmet expectations. And when you get into a mine that's been abandoned, you have to tell yourself, okay, this mine has been abandoned for a reason. And it's probably because it's not putting out any more resources. This is different, though. This is very different. Yeah. This is at least 18 to 22 stories down. Get real hurt. Yeah. Luckily, I have hel a helmet. <laughs> and I have life insurance. It's all paid up. So and my wife knows who to contact, my agent, if the worst does happen.
and she'll be rich. Sobering. I think I said that. Yeah. But I want you to know, if I'm going to have my last moments on Earth, I want it to be while you're up with the rope. <laughs> maybe, maybe I won't have the rope by then. That's, that's, that's <laughs> probably true. And if I do fall, I want to say something cool. Oh, you should think about that. Let's think have about you now. already? No. I ha No, I haven't. What would be something... Because I don't want to look like Hans Gruber. No. On the Nakatomi Towers. You want to look like Bruce Willis. Sure. In anything. You might. Hudson Hawk. Just want to say you Moonlighting. I, you know, I might, because, but the only reason I wouldn't say that whole phrase is because when I'm eulogized yeah. at my church, they probably won't say it during the service. Yeah. It'd probably have to be something PG. And that was more of a victorious, you know... Yeah. Shout as well. Who knows? Maybe it'll save your life. It probably could. The epicness. <sighs> we'll think about that. We'll give that... Uh, you know what? Throughout this podcast, I, I may just chime in and say, what about this? Is that okay? Is yeah. that okay, listeners? Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, I have to think of something to say, too. Sure. Maybe, like, after the fact. Yeah. Or, because you're going to say something during... Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. No, this this is going to... Yeah, we're going to have to think this through. Okay. See that pit? No, I don't know what to say. I think of Tyrion Lannister from... Game of Thrones season 3 or 4 when they're storming King's Landing and he says they're brave men knocking out the gates let's go kill them <laughs> it's my favorite quote but I can't think of something that cool because if it, you're only going to fall for 3 seconds you have to say something really fast Yeah. luckily I may bounce on one of the walls hopefully I don't do any of that but I should say something cool on the way up when I come back yeah. We don't have to worry about that being in your eulogy. No. But, you can, you can, like in 90 years, when you eulogize me, yeah. you should either say what I said or think of something really cool and just lie and say, he said this. I'm going to lie so much. I can't wait. If you die first. Oh my gosh. I'm going to put in my in my estate plan that you are to give the eulogy. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be pretty I epic. hope it's 25 minutes long. I've actually given a couple of eulogies. Really? Not to, like, take a turn on this. Yeah. yeah. Both kind of hard, but for you, it should be fun. Well, okay. Talk about the plane ride up, or um, back from Montana. A lot of interesting things happened on that plane ride. Yeah, really. Um, <clears throat> we, uh, we were sat next to the profiler for the case. And we didn't know it at the time. You yeah. notice, we... we we were sitting next to this guy. He looked familiar from the briefing at that hangar. Mm -hmm. And we were talking to him. He's reading some book on psychological assessment or some... It's like a DSM book, the Diagnostic Statistical Manual. He's reading something. Mm -hmm. And I say, oh, how come... Why are you reading this? And he says, well, you know, I work, I work with the Bureau. He, they don't... And let's put a pause on that. They never say FBI. They just say, I work for the Bureau. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I mean, it could be ATF, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Hmm. It's, anyways. But I ended up asking him, I was like, listen, I know why you're reading that. He's like, why? Like, you're, you're a profiler, aren't you? He's like, what does that matter? Aren't we all profilers? Don't you profile? You judge people when you see them. You, you know, he just went off 
completely yeah. deflected. Yeah. What was your take on this guy? Um, <clears throat> I I kind of felt like he started profiling us. Yeah. Did you get that? Yeah. At a certain point. Yeah. Um, My first question to him, or just the fact that there was a profiler, was they don't bring profilers in for like one murder. Ooh yeah. That was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Now I did criminal defense for a while. You did. So I have some experience in you this. You did. My dream client was to have a serial killer, but I only practiced criminal for like five years, and that's something you give. That's a case that you hand off to like someone with like forty years experience, and so I'll I'll probably never have a serial killer as a client. Maybe as another client, and I just don't know he yeah. or she is. But but when I when I pegged him for a profiler, I thought, oh no, this can't be good. This must be a serial killer. Hmm. You started asking him questions. Yeah. What were they? Because it got so fascinating. Uh, one of the questions I asked was why they even brought us. Yeah. And if he if he knew. Again, deflecting it. So I'm thinking, okay, <clears throat> what's this guy have in common with us that the other that he doesn't have with the other FBI agents in first class? Because he was in coach with us. Yeah. He was completely sober. He was. Dutch. You bring out your flask. Mm-hmm. Offer it to him. That was that scotch you actually distilled. Mm-hmm. 15 year aged and mm-hmm. that a cherry cherry wood? Uh, yeah. That had to be at least 110 proof. Yeah, it was good. He loved it. He did. A few swigs and he's telling you all the stuff. He started spilling some beans. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you end up asking him a really good question. You say... As far as I can remember, you say, okay, if you're here as a profiler, why don't you tell us about this guy? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so he starts telling us a little bit about the guy, um, probably older, white male. Um, and uh, based on the, uh, the nature of, of the murders, um, a lot of anger um, the guy, in the guy's life. The profiler was saying uh, it's probably some uh, either divorced guy or or never married. Yeah. Um, I was I was I've never met a profiler. It I'm was, not familiar with it was the like work magical. they do. How are you getting all this? Yeah, yeah. I was I was fascinated by um, what they had you know deduced about about this guy. The white male, sure, I understand that. <clears throat> Most serial killers are white males. But the older and the angry. He also said something about trespassing. What was it? Yeah, as if um, we were, or, you know, he was angry about being on his land or dis- disturbing his land or right, like destroying he... the, 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 yeah, the purity of the land. Sure. Yeah. Um, maybe owned his own business uh, or maybe retired, can, yeah. like had lots of free Someone time. Someone lots of free time. Yeah, um, perhaps trained in the military. Mm-hmm. Um Again, I was I was blown away. It was amazing, and when it's, when when I think profiler, I think okay, serial killer. What is a serial killer? First of all, I it really scared me that we were on the side of where like a guy was that killed people and has killed a lot allegedly. Serial killer is a person who kills three people or more with a cooling off period. So you hear in the news people, like, some guy, like, killed five people in a home. That's not a serial killer. It's a spree killer. It's a, it's a killing spree. 
Serial killer is someone who kills one person and then doesn't do anything for a while. And then kills another person and then doesn't do anything for a while. Usually, like the books say, a six-month cooling-off period. So, we had to ask ourselves, what have we gotten ourselves into? Mm -hmm. One of the things I think of is the Zodiac Killer. Zodiac Killer... I used to be a huge, like, Zodiac buff. I read all the books. I, I watched that movie that came out, which was okay, but the books are pretty, they're pretty engrossing. And one thing that serial killers do is they, they keep their own modus operandi, their own MO. It's the same thing every time. It's the same weapon. It's the same type of person they kill, usually the same area. The one cool thing about the Zodiac was he killed with different instruments. Uh, a gun, a knife, a rope, and he taunted the police. Here, oh, and the profiler also said there are at least 22 to 30 active serial killers in the lower 48. That just blew my mind. Yeah. And he was getting really hammered. Yeah. So, one thing that I loved was, once he was hammered, we said, okay, you like you completely cornered him. Yeah, he was actually in the window seat, so he actually was cornered. We were, you were in the middle seat, and I was on the end, so he wasn't getting up. Yeah, and the first time I asked him, he he blew it off, and like you said, deflected. But then, at this point, yeah, he was loose-lipped, and I again said, "Why? Why so do you chips. think we've been? Uh, why do you think we've been called onto this case? What mm -hmm. do you think?" Um, you know, clearly there's plenty of metal detecting agencies, sure. clubs that could. Handle this. It's boilerplate. Yeah. Um, and he, he was a little more... Uh, now he was telling us stuff. His answer was, what do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. And that really scared me. Because there's another reason why they're bringing us in. The profiler is saying, what do you think? He wants to know how our minds work. So he's profiling us. Yeah. My initial reaction was... I think they're using us as bait. Yeah. Maybe they want the same two guys. Because isn't it true, like, the killers usually go back to the crime scene after the police get there or something? I, like, read that somewhere. Mm. So the thing I was worried about on this plane trip home is, he knows who we are. We're kind of celebrities, Dutch. We're well-known. They... Do you find it kind of alarming that they would bring the two most famous metal detectors in the entire United States, even Western Hemisphere, to a murder investigation where this person may spot us and make us. Yeah. That has kept me up at night. Hmm. Yeah. Now that you mention it, gosh, I feel like we really haven't debriefed about this conversation. No, we haven't. And the more I think about it, the more I realize this isn't... This isn't just fun and games anymore. I just... Hmm. And at the same time, I don't want to say no. If they ask us to go back out on something, I want to go. Because I feel a little bit safer with men with that many guns. I, You know, I feel safer, too, being in the know. I mean, someone will spill something, or... I don't want to just let somebody else handle this. I, I feel like I want to be an active part of it. 
Right. And know all the pieces that are in play. I want to take this person down, too. Yeah. I was, we, this plane ride home, I was starting to get emotionally invested, but also feeling really cautious, because we both have families. Mm-hmm. One thing that I enjoyed was that he profiled us. Yeah. We finally asked him, Dutch, give us your profile. So... This is great. This, this was kind of fun. This guy's um, been doing it 30 years, so 30 he years. knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And he knew us a little bit by reputation, but but not... Sure. Yeah. Um, well, so celebrities. Well, said, Dutch, you're... I mean, clearly, just by looking at you, I mean, you're an attractive, uh, strong, well-built... Yeah. Um, All of those things. Yeah. Uh, man. Um, married. I, you know, he... Obviously. Sure, you had a wedding ring on that. Yeah. Um... Uh, you know, ex- opposite sex finds you extremely attractive, even the same sex in sure. some situations. Ten percent of them, at least. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're faithful and committed to uh, to your wife and uh, to your life's pursuits. Uh, you're an adventurer. You are somewhat reckless, slightly yeah. egotistical. Sure. Um, and uh, very confident. Yeah. Very confident. Um, good with a blade and uh, any yeah. any kind of bludgeoning device. Sure. Problem solver, critical thinker. Uh, these are these were some of the things that that he was saying. Uh, yeah. Then he did you. It was, and I was afraid of what he was going to say, because he's only known me for a few hours. Yeah. He's seen us work. He's seen me almost storm off during that briefing. That probably didn't look good. That's what I was thinking. He says, Dylan, let me tell you something about you. Clearly, you're gorgeous. You're a gorgeous man. You're vain, but it's justified. You're humble. You're virile. Your children probably adore you. Your wife probably worships you. Uh, he's like, I have a funny feeling that when you were in high school and college, women women would stalk you. But you're very... You're very confident. But at the same time, same as Dutch, you are very loyal to your wife. And for some reason, you're really good with uh, an edged weapon. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I think you're also good with nunchucks. The thing that kind of took me aback was, he said, but there's something about you. I think you've killed before, and you didn't dislike it. And that worries me. And I've never killed anything before. I mean, the Balrog was sucked up into a portal. Yeah. So, I don't know where he got that. He also said I probably look really good naked. So I was trying to think maybe he's part of the 10% of men that like other men. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with it. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It was a weird that. thing to put in my psychological profile. Yeah, he'd been drinking too. He also said that my beard smelled really good and he probably thought it would taste good. Well, it did smell really good. Sure. Beside the point. Anyways, so he profiled us. Everything was accurate except for that one thing he said about me. But the one thing he mentioned that kind of took me back was, he said, 
as a profiler, mm-hmm. his job is to hunt serial killers and uh, profile them so people can narrow their scope of, of the search. Eventually, the serial killers start hunting him back. And he's well known. If it's well known that you're part of an investigation, everyone's going to know. And certain things are going to happen to you, he says. He said, while he's drunk, he said, listen, you're part of this case now. You're celebrities. Mm-hmm. All of these things could add up to someone hunting you. So look for coincidences in your daily life. Really, you know, look in your rear view mirror. Make sure that no one's following you. Certain weird things, if a lot of things happen, add them up. And there could be only so many coincidences until it's not a coincidence. Do you get my drift, guys? And we, like, nodded. We couldn't even... It's like, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. And then we touched off, and uh, he gave us his card. And then we went home. Yep. Talking about coincidences. Yeah. Dutch. It's silly. It's silly. I don't even think it's anything, but... Yeah. We've got to tell the listeners. We mentioned... I think we ended last week. We got uh, that with that phone call. Yeah. That wrong, wrong number. Could have been anybody. Maybe a yeah, telephone anybody. scam. Who knows? Yeah. And it, it, but uh, it it happened uh, at least two or three more times. Yeah. To both of us. At the same time, too. Mine was yeah. at three. Yours was at three forty-five. Why? Mine was I... always fifteen minutes after yours. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever time it was. Yeah. Or forty-five minutes. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> um. And that. Yeah. I mean. I I keep getting these uh, letters in my mailbox. Yeah. With just blank pages in them. I get at least two or three a week. Just a, a envelope full of blank pages. When I went into my basement the other day, which is locked, I noticed that my metal detecting gear had been moved a little bit. And oh. one thing is, I found a pile of BBs in one of my drawers. Hmm. My son's got a BB gun, and we go out target practicing all the time. So maybe it was him, but I never bought those BBs. They looked different. Hmm. And these phone calls, they're not saying wrong number anymore. It's just breathing on the other line, and then a click. I keep seeing, uh, I, I keep coming across the number 79. Oh, really? Yeah. I was born in 1979. It's oh, a yeah? good year. You know what else 79 is? Did you, now do you, a little trivia about gold. Do you want? It's the atomic number for gold. That's right. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's right, you're a science teacher. Never yeah. mind, why am I schooling you? Yeah, um, you know, on, on, on weird where, things. Wait, yeah, where are you seeing 79? Because that's interesting. It, it, was on, it was on one of my uh, coffee cups, actually, most recently. That, was it um, scribbled on? That I got from the coffee shop. Oh, really? Yeah, as if like they had written my order on the cup, and then the number 79 was on it. And I, mean, asked, I asked the barista. What is this? Yeah, I said, I don't know, I didn't write that. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was it was, it was like the the profile. You know, you, you just add up enough coincidences, and it might turn out to be something else.
But got him at the evil 